Hi, everyone. My name is Nathan Turner, and I want to thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Ohio Media Talks. Today, I am delighted to be joined by my good friend, James, to talk about advocacy at the Ohio Advocacy Task Force. Hey, James, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Nathan. Thank you for inviting me on the program. Can you give us a little bit of background on the Ohio Advocacy Task Force, what you guys do, and how important it is for people with disabilities to have access to high quality leadership opportunities? Um, yeah, so, um, the, so the, uh, my name is James Raleigh, and I am actually the chair of the Ohio Task Force. And um, though the Task Force was created in 2019 to bring people across Ohio together um, um, for, um, to advocate on behalf of the issues that impact the lives of people with disabilities. It was founded off a DD grant, um, DD Council grant, um, that it consists of 12 members, um, uh, 12 members, and um, those, some of the progress, are, are some of the um, some of the projects we work on is like uh, advocating towards um, um, a legislation as far as like issues to, um, for instance, though, are trying to get more people on the county board of DD, you know, or it might be on another major issue that affect everyday life, like transportation or housing or whatever it may be. So. Um, so that's a little bit about the task force. I'm sorry, Nate. What was the other? Um, I won't stand part of the question. Why is it important for people with disabilities to have access to leadership opportunities, and especially why is it important to have people with disabilities serve on county boards of developmental disabilities? Yeah, so it's important because it, you know, because in, you know, all the time though, I don't know I brought the history that we. I, actually had a lot of people speaking um, for us, you know, on behalf of people with disabilities. It had to been, uh, it's not really been too much of people with disabilities themselves uh, serving on committees and, and making decisions about the impact of their lives. Um, so it, it's important for us to hold leadership in those, com in those committees and, you know, and, and, um, and, um, and groups it is. Um, and they you make a point about the uh, county boards of DD, that's a perfect example. Um, the county boards of DD um, give services to people uh, with developmental disabilities, but most of the time throughout, and most county boards to today um, still, still don't have the person with a DD, um, have a person with um, a developmental disability serving on the county board of, um, of DD. And that's just not, you know, uh, um, that's just not right, especially in the year 2022, um, that if the county boards are, are giving services to people with DD, then we should have somebody um, that has a developmental disability that's serving on the board of DD. And, you know, uh, a good friend of mine has always say, I'm not, uh, there should not be nothing about us without us. It should always be a, a, a representation uh, for people with disabilities and, and making Especially um, when it's gonna, especially over an agency that's gonna govern their lives for, you know. So, yeah. And I also hear advocates in the disability in the disability community talk about the importance of having someone with lived experience that is responsible for the monitoring and the oversight of services in the disability community for you. Do you have any thoughts about you know, the, the importance that people with disabilities would play 
in terms of the monitoring and oversight of services and how they might change. Uh, yeah, Nate, because you just brought up the point, though. Who, who knows better about services than actually a person with developmental disabilities? You know, though, so um, it's very important to get their input and their insight, you know, because who, you know, because that, you know, though, that you got to have their perspective at the table of somebody who's actually lived the experience, going through the experience. Um, for instance, who knows better about what type of support staff and what type of support that individuals need than a person that receives direct support care at home, you know, and, and other similar situations, you know. So that's why the perspective is very important. It is because we can, you know, because you know, for so long in the past, we had outside professionals outside the DD field, like our doctors and medical, like doctors and others. I make um, a calculations that they think it was best for, for us and just not true, you know, and that they try to lump us all together. What's, um, what's, uh, what works well for one doesn't always work well for the other, uh, for everybody else, you know, so that was very important to find out uh, that we have a multiple, a diverse set of ideas and, and voices at the table, you know, when it comes to um, people I'm with people with DD. Excellent point, James. I often hear people with people with disabilities or without disabilities talking about seeing a person with a disability and having certain conceptions about what they can and can't do. And I'm wondering, yeah, is that also a driving force behind or a motivation behind the work that the task force is pursuing? Yeah, for so long though, the people, I like to tell us what we can and can't do. And I'm gonna give an example. Um, you know, I, I, I know an individual, I'm not just not too long ago, she was applying, um, she was getting help through the Department of DODD to help find a job. And her job coach told her that she doesn't think that she can do that job because of her disability. And, you know, though that she had me advocate on her behalf, you know, and I say, you know, though that, that, that we just can't say, you know, they can't tell people what we think that, you know, it, you know that if she wants to pursue um, a role at a the hospital, then that she should be allowed to do that. She can do it, though. You know, it's not for other people to tell us what we can't or can't do, you know, because most of the time they're wrong. You know, we are totally capable just like anybody without a disability, you do almost everything else, you know, and to do almost anything that a normal, I can do almost anything that another person can do. So that's just, you know, you know so that's what we got to have, have society, help society to understand, you know, is that, you know, that we're equally um, capable of making decisions about our lives, you know, just like anybody else or any other group you know, will make a decision about their lives. A good example that people use a lot though is that on, on a board of veterans, so you wouldn't have a board of veterans without a veteran sitting on the board, right? You know, so Absolutely. why would you have a board of DD uh, without somebody with a DD sitting on the county board of development, sitting on the board? So yeah, that doesn't make really that much sense, right? <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. I, I think that people with disabilities deserve the presumption of competence when it comes to serving in positions in the community. And I, I think that the task force is doing great work in that regard. Can you give us some examples of how you fought, how you all have fought to increase representation on 
County Boards of Developmental Disabilities. So uh, what we've um, been working on right now is a legislative, um, a, a, a potential legislative fix to um, fix the issue. Because right now the current Ohio statute says um, that either a person with a disability or a family member can be appointed to um, the county board of duty. Well, most of the time that the counties are just choosing the family members, choosing the family members compared to people with DD. So uh, what we've been working on is to change the Ohio law to say, playing out that you not require one person with at least, um, at least one person with a development disability be serving on the county board of DD, you know, and this just a starting number, you know, of course we want more than one, you know, but we just need to start somewhere, you know, the, you know, so we just got to, you know, go for what we think the best get legislative um, action on right now, the number that we need the best legislative support on right now. So we, we've been working with um, the, the, um, the, the, the Ohio Department of DD, we met with the director um, on last week, um, and she seems very supportive of the idea. Um, we met with other county board of DD, on, you know. Um, so um, right now we've seen, uh, uh, recently we've seen a little bit more uh, people being appointed to county board of DD. And they can know yourself, you served on one of the board, county board of DD. Um, I think right now in Ohio, we have like, um, a correct me for around four or six people right now. And that's out of 88 counties. So. You know, that's a very low number, but it's still better than what it was just five years ago. Um, but we still got a lot of work to do. So, Yeah, it, it is a very low number. And I, and I think the task force has done some work in that regard and has discovered that there have been less than 30 people who identify as having a disability and serving on the county boards since the inception of county boards. So when you think about over time, that's a really, really small number of individuals on, on these boards. And it just goes to show the importance of why you all are working on this. So what are some other obstacles you face trying to get people with disabilities on the couch for them? Well, I, as you know, the, the, the appointment, you know, the county and uh, the appointer is either um, a probate judge you know, and most, you know, so the big obstacles are actually trying to find people that want to serve on the, you know, uh, we, just, um, that we don't want to just put anybody on the board DD just to say, okay, we got this person. Uh, we want people that want to be there, want to serve, that can give valuable insight and knowledge to the county board. Um, but the biggest challenge, I think, even right here in the big county, like I live in Hamilton County, though, is trying to find advocates that's willing they want to step up and serve on county board of DD. You know, and a lot of that is about getting information out there about advocacy, about you know, about the county board of DD and why it's so important. So that's the biggest challenge is trying to find people that wanting. I, I think this one of the biggest challenges is getting probate judges to actually appoint somebody with a DD. Uh, I want a DD. Uh, I want a developmental disability, and also I'm trying to find an individual that wants to serve on the on the county board, you know, and how do we get those, you know, connected with the probate judge so they can apply and get appointed? Yeah, I certainly agree that finding motivated people, whether they're people with disabilities or not, serving on county boards is critical. I, I, I serve on the Lucas County Board myself, and I know what a time commitment that is. 
in addition to just repping, representing the board, it's a lot to attend. Yeah, it's not just a two-hour meeting once a month. You have to read and prepare. And so sometimes the timing as a commitment is not uh, appropriate for everyone. But I think whether or not someone has a disability, these types of things are, you know, they, they affect people with disabilities and people without disabilities. So it shouldn't discourage people with disabilities from inquiring about serving on a county board or pursuing other leadership opportunities. Exactly, I, I totally agree with that. And so we, we've had some minor success recently in getting some more people appointed to county boards and the Ohio Association of County Boards with Disabilities is supportive of having more people with developmental disabilities on county boards. So with all of this increased representation, what positive changes is the task force starting to see? Well, I think we are beginning to see, um, as you pointed out, the more people being appointed to boards, um, the um, people beginning to get um, um, recognized, get familiar with um, the county boards of DD and get, get more advocates to show interest. I think the Ohio Task Force has had a big role to play in, in that, um, that we um, have, um, that we, um, though, so far that we're getting people to, um, though, at the state level to, um, to really start beginning to pay attention to this issue, bring, you know, a light on it. So that's one of the biggest things that the Ohio Task Force has done. And again, we have done a lot of work throughout our committees, uh, our task force, through our subcommittees and trying to push for the legislative change. Um, you know, so I think I just, the dot that they're hearing about the legislative action, possible legislative action alone, is beginning to make these counties wake up and see, you know, okay, okay though, that we need to start appointing more people with DD onto the board. So we don't really want a legislative mandate, you know, uh, on it. So I think that's along actually waking people up and getting people more involved and more, you know, a focus on this issue. I know one of your key goals is establishing peer mentoring initiatives. I was wondering if maybe you could talk a little bit more about, you know, what the task force sees you know, as its aspiration for what a peer mentoring initiative could look like in terms of leadership and advocacy and how you might work with you know, different state agencies to, to make that happen. Uh, yeah, so the, the we, you know, so the, what we focus on is that we want advocacy. Uh, we want people to have more control and more advocacy throughout the state of Ohio. Um, that we want, we work with state agencies again. That's not the only issue that we we're focused on. Uh, we focused on um, uh, improving the quality of life for people already live at our direct support staff, transportation around the state of Ohio, accessible housing for people with disabilities. Um, we want to get people more involved. In their local counties, uh, about how to serve on a, uh, about how to serve on the advocacy group, how to start their own on local advocacy group, how to become an advocate, how to speak up for yourself. Um, that's you know, and um, so that uh, we have three uh, task forces. Um, um, no, I'm at three committees right now. That's um, that basically that's focused on those issues. And what I'm getting more people from the ED on um, boards, getting people. Um, 
you know, I didn't start raised about what people really wanted to see in the state of Ohio about far as becoming more independent, um, you know, and, you know, and about, you know, other choice, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I think meaningful engagement with people who have lived experience in, in the community as people with disabilities is really important. Um, and so beyond that, what is the task force hope for the future? Our hope for the future is to have more people with development disabilities advocate and serve on board uh, on statewide boards throughout the state of Ohio. And obviously they have more people on county boards of DD. Um, and not to significantly increase that number, you know, you know, the, our goal is to have like 50%, 60% maybe of, of people, you know, of the county boards of people with DD, you know. Um, so that's our that's what we see for the future. And it's one of our biggest aims for the future is to get more people involved in advocacy throughout the their communities and throughout the state of Ohio, you know, um, you know, so that's one of the biggest things that we see. If people and organizations want to support your mission, how should they get involved? Uh, yeah, that's they want to support our mission though, that you can, uh, our mission though, so you can go, go to our website at the Ohio Task Force. Um, yeah, our, the, the Ohio Task Force, our website, and you'll learn all about the Ohio Task Force you know, and um, that you can learn about what we're doing, you know, and what we, you know, and what our initiatives are and, you know, and and learn how you can possibly serve on the task force one day, you know, so, that, yeah. Excellent. We're getting toward the end of our time together, but I wanted to give you one last opportunity to say whatever it is you want to say about that ask for Senate initiatives and or what you see as your future goals. Yeah. Um, yeah, so though I think for me the task force has been very, very um helpful and uh, engagement throughout Ohio. You know, uh, I like the idea of you know bringing advocates together from throughout the state of Ohio together for one common goal, you know, you know, you know, and that's to increase in independence. Um, for people with developmental disabilities, that's their main goal of the task force is to um, decrease the independent, decrease the amount um, that have people live more independent lives, you know, and it, it's all tied together, it does, for having more people on the developmental disability um, um, on board the DD, you know, because they make decisions that may impact that. You know, to have people that serve on DD Council and, and serve on, on other statewide committees that uh, may impact our lives. You know, that we want to, um, the, we want the, the state legislator to know that people with DD is here. Uh, we're a voting block in Ohio. Uh, you need to listen to our, uh, um, that you need to take our issues seriously. Um, and, you know, that. And we and that we want to show, um, show, make an example so that you know that people in other parts of the state they can come apply for the DD Council or they can start their own advocacy group or get involved in their own county. You know, so that's our goal. You know, our goal is to have a more 
independent Ohio for people with developmental disabilities. Well, thank you so much, James. Thank you for your time. It was a fascinating discussion on advocacy in the Ohio Advocacy Task Force. It's been my absolute pleasure to do this alongside you for the past year and a half. I think we're really making great strides and motivating people to inquire more about leadership and service and advocacy in the disability community. And really, I think you all are absolutely incredible and, and wonderful friends of mine. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for the task force. I thank you, Nathan. Um, I know I really appreciate that, Nathan. I thank you. And I, I myself was looking forward to the future and a positive future of that for people with um or for people with developmental disabilities throughout Ohio. Absolutely. And I want to just take a quick second to thank everyone for listening for our podcast today and remind you all to share your stories with us on social media. We do love hearing from them and your stories occasionally inspire future episodes. So do connect with us on social media and tell us more about your stories and what you'd like to hear. Thank you so much. Have a great month and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Um.